Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Today, we continue our look at the Grail legend and what it means for the world today with Josh Davis and Prophecy in the News founder, J.R. Church. A unique opportunity for you and your family is almost here. Southwest Radio Ministries' three-day prophecy conference in Columbus, Ohio, October 26th through the 28th, with over a dozen speakers, including special keynote speakers Jonathan Kahn and Donald Perkins. You don't want to miss this special event. Registration is open right now. Call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can always register at the events page of our website swrc.com. And when you register, be sure to ask about the VIP package. Listen to this lineup. Dr. Larry Spargimino, Greg Patton, Micah Van Huss, Bill Federer, Lonnie Shipman, Dr. Kenneth Hill, Josh Davis, Larry Stamm, Douglas Stauffer, Mac Dominic, and Clayton Van Huss. Bible prophecy, the latest archaeological information from Israel, biblical mysteries, and a special One World Update, and of course, Jonathan Kahn live in person. Don't be left behind. Register today, October 26th through the 28th in Columbus, Ohio. 1-800-652-1144 or swrc.com and click on Events. Yesterday, Josh Davis shared audio from the late J.R. Church that began to reveal the truth behind the legend of the Grail. Today is part two of Guardians of the Grail with Josh Davis and J.R. Church. On yesterday's program, J.R. Church gave us an introduction, an overview of this fascinating study, Guardians of the Grail. It spans history and prophecy as he connects many dots that even point to the emergence of a new world order, the one world system ruled by the Antichrist during the period of the Great Tribulation. On today's program, we're going to explore more details about the history and the prophecy contained in those who have sought out the Grail's mystical powers. Whoever has the Grail becomes deity, and the offspring, this family, the Holy Grail, are human God. They are deity, you see. And so this Antichrist one day who will try to usurp the throne of David will claim to be God. He will sit in the temple of God claiming to be God. Well, that takes us back to this concept of the Grail. There are two ways, according to the legend of the Grail, to learn the ABCs of the Grail. By ABCs, I mean to learn what the Grail is all about. To learn the secret of the Grail to learn the philosophy of the grail, the theology of the grail. Two ways. One is meditation. That's when a man sits in a lotus position with his feet crossed and his legs crossed and uh, holds his thumbs together, you know, and hums the word om and goes into a trance. Now this is Eastern mysticism, Hinduism, Buddhism. The gurus that came over in the 1960s and became the guru of the Beatles. I talked to an ex-guru one time, and he said that he used to sit in a lotus position in India where people worshipped him as a god 
for two hours every morning as he gazed upon a cow. And he said that he would go into a trance, he would have out-of-the-body experiences, he would go to where he thought was outer space, to other planets, to visit the palaces of the gods and even talk to, and the gods would talk back to him. He would talk to the gods and the gods would uh, return the conversation. Well, in the New Age movement today, it's called a spirit guide. And all it is, is demon possession talking to demons. This idea of a seance room, you know, where you turn the lights out and you put the crystal ball in the middle of the table and everybody holds hands and they gaze upon that crystal ball and suddenly the witch goes into a trance. And uh, then uh, somebody begins to speak through her voice in a guttural form, you know, and it is the voice of uh, the dead uncle of uh, whoever comes to talk to the dead, you know. I want to talk to my uncle, or I want to talk to my husband who's died, and I want to bring him back and talk to him. All of this revolves around the same witchcraft, satanic religion of the Grail. It is all a part of this concept of the Grail. Reverend J.R. Church explores the connection between the woman of Revelation 17, the Grail, and the Antichrist. Revelation 17, verses 3 to 5 tells us, So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Could the Antichrist claim the kingly lineage this passage refers to? J.R. Church had this to say in his classic teaching. You know, people read Revelation chapter 17 and they see that this woman, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth, holds a golden cup in her hand. And they don't make the connection. It's just never been there for people to really understand. Mm -hmm. It's been sort of a mystery type thing that has been under wraps all down through the centuries. Mm -hmm. But it is going to be revealed because the Antichrist is soon to make his bid for the throne in Jerusalem. And not just King of Jerusalem, but deity. He wants to be God. And that's the concept behind the Grail as well. The Caesars of ancient Rome, claim to be gods, but they come from a genealogical family tree. And by the way, it just happens to be this same family tree. The family tree goes right on back, not only through medieval Europe to Meravi, but we go back into ancient history through the Roman Caesars and the other monarchs of uh, Europe and of the Middle East, right on back to an ancient mystery tribe and it goes right back to the seed of the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Friends, we're listening to classic teaching from Reverend J.R. Church from his book, Guardians of the Grail. You can pick up a copy of this book by reaching out to our ministry at 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order your copy on our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. In addition to Guardians of the Grail, we have another J.R. Church book, Keep Looking Up. 
This is the story of the life and the ministry of Reverend J.R. Church, and it was just released earlier this year from our ministry as we weave together many of his personal stories through the thousands of articles and letters that he wrote. And you'll want to get a copy of this wonderful resource as well. The name of it is Keep Looking Up. It's available through our ministry. And J.R. Church is perhaps best known for founding the Ministry of Prophecy in the News. And we have the Prophecy in the News magazine available from Southwest Radio Ministries as well. You can subscribe to this wonderful magazine today by calling us at 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. As we return to this classic teaching from Guardians of the Grail, J.R. Church explains the ancient struggle for power, control, and wealth. Where did these poor European crusaders find their wealth, which just seemed to appear almost overnight? How did they establish a stronghold over Europe when they returned from Jerusalem back into European countries? Did they perhaps discover God's gold hidden in Jerusalem? Most of the books on the New Age movement and on esoteric uh, philosophy and uh, metaphysics have not tied everything together, but it all comes together around Mystery Babylon who holds this golden cup in her hand in Revelation 17. The book is also titled, And the Men Who Plan to Rule the World. So actually, these guardians of the grail are men who plan to establish a monarch upon the throne of this world. They are the men who are behind the development of the United States of Europe. The order of the Red Cross or the Rosy Cross Mm -hmm. or the Rosicrucians and even our Red Cross today that goes out on the battlefields and helps the sick and wounded or goes into disaster areas and helps people Though it is a good organization and uh, uh, certainly, you know, needs to be supported, but its roots go way back into Europe to the Red Cross of Meravie. When Godfrey de Bouillon took the Crusader Knights to Jerusalem and threw out the Muslims and set up a Crusader kingdom, a few years later, Godfrey de Bouillon's brother Baldwin established his throne in what is called today the Al-Aqsa Mosque, southern side of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. And he discovered something in his diggings. He discovered gold, the treasure from the ancient Jewish temple. The treasure was buried in 64 different locations, 22 Mm. of which are under the Temple Mount. And all this, of course, was found when the Copper Scroll was found. In 1952, a group of explorers, archaeologists, were digging in a cave down near the Dead Sea and came across a copper scroll. Now, most scrolls are either out of parchment, which is leather, or papyrus, which is paper, a plant. But there was a copper scroll. And this copper scroll tells the location, the whereabouts of the gold buried from the temple treasury before the Romans could destroy the temple in 70 Mm -hmm. A.D. 138 tons of gold and silver and uh, vessels from the temple. And in uh, 1118, Hughes de Payen established a certain order of the knights to go to Jerusalem. There were only nine of these men, most of them kin. And they went to Jerusalem 
and lived in this Al-Aqsa Mosque, the palace of King Baldwin, and they didn't do anything for the next nine years in the way of traveling. They just stayed right there. What did they do? When they left to go, they were called poor, the poor knights. But when they came back to Europe in uh, 1127, I believe it was, nine years later, they were wealthy beyond belief. They had so much gold. It is believed that they dug up God's gold and they used the gold from the temple treasury as their seed money to become the international bankers. They built castles all over Europe. They began to loan money to governments and made those European governments charge taxes of their citizens in order to pay the interest on their national debts, this money that they borrowed from the international bankers. And eventually, over the centuries, these international bankers have taken control of all of the economies of the countries of the world. I mean, all. They did not want to tell the people in Europe, we got all this gold in Jerusalem, <laughs> found Solomon's gold, or we found uh, uh, the gold from the temple, God's gold. They didn't want to tell anybody. So uh, when pressed for the answer, they said, well, we have learned the secret of how to make gold out of lead. Now, Reverend Church fast-forwards from the Crusaders to the 1700s and beyond. Could this medieval power struggle be the true cause of World War One? 200 years ago or so, the Illuminati began their quest to establish world government. They were a part of this group that began with, uh, shall we say, infighting, power plays in the corporation. Uh, we couldn't exactly call it a mafia, but it was a mafia-type family argument. And so the Illuminati set out to establish this by overthrowing the various thrones of the monarchies of Europe, cousin fighting cousin. And so they created the French Revolution and the Renaissance and the Age of Reason and the Age of Enlightenment. And throughout the uh, 19th century, the 1800s, they overthrew some of the thrones of Europe. But the ultimate goal was seen or came to fruition in World War I that destroyed most of the monarchies of Europe. And they would not have come together with their present plans today had it not been that they lost their individual countries, these cousin kings of the European monarchs, uh, they lost their individual power structure. And so uh, without any political clout now, since then, not able to rule their own countries, but their countries have gone democratized and parliaments and so on now rule and the heads of the countries, the monarchies are really just uh, titular heads, just claim titles and they may be wealthy and all of that, but they don't really rule with the monarchy mm -hmm. that they used to have. And so they are getting together to establish the United States of Europe, wherein mm -hmm. they will put one of their cousins upon the throne to maintain their family dynasty. And I think they're not looking just to Europe for a United States, but they want a United States of the world, the United States of the planet. In order to be the Messiah of Israel, one must be Jewish by birth. Reverend Church explains how that the Antichrist will claim to have a holy bloodline 
and that he is the rightful heir to King David's throne as an heir with his lineage traced all the way back to King David, and thus he will make messianic claims. In other words, he will claim to be the Christ, but we know he's going to be the Antichrist. Now, J.R. Church loved the Jewish people. He considered it disgusting how people blamed the Jewish race for the world's problems, including people like Hitler who wanted to conquer the world and destroy the Jews. You see, Hitler had this spirit of the Antichrist, if you will, and J.R. Church believed that the Antichrist would have a similar spirit to someone like Adolf Hitler. You see, they claim to be of Jewish origin, and that's one of the problems. But they are not of Jewish origin. It is a satanic effort to blame the Jews. That's why Hitler, who was an adept of the Grail, tried to kill off all the Jews. And he called the international bankers Jewish bankers. But he was the real threat. He was the adept of the Grail. It goes back to the Garden of Eden, but the interesting thing about all of these adepts of the Grail is that they don't believe there was a Garden of Eden. They believe that everything goes back to the island of Atlantis, who were the Aryan race. And so the Aryans were the superior race, and uh, they are the ones who are going to kill off everybody else and take over the planet. Adolf Hitler claimed to be of the white Aryan race. And in order for the Aryans to become the sole possessors of planet Earth, they're going to have to kill off the Jews. J.R. Church explored the lineage the Antichrist will claim as his family tree. Let's go back in history to the time of the Crusaders to hear what J.R. Church said. In the First Crusade in 1099, Godfrey de Bouillon and the Crusader Knights established the title King of Jerusalem. You see, it was 1099. It was time to establish the millennium without Jesus. So they looked around for an offspring of Mary Magdalene and Jesus Christ. Here was this fellow named Godfrey de Bouillon who claimed to be of the Merovingian dynasty from Jesus, royal divine blood and had by divine right he should be the king of Jerusalem. So he went to Jerusalem and established this millennial kingdom, this throne. The crusader kingdom only lasted a couple of hundred years and then they got their ears pinned back by the Muslims, mm -hmm. kicked out of the Holy Land, and they've been frustrated ever since. But in the final analysis, the Antichrist is going to go to Jerusalem and establish his throne reclaim his title, King of Jerusalem. This genealogy is not well known. It took a lot of research from the European genealogies to come up with this, and from several sources, and we, of course we've documented everything in this book that we have. It's 320 pages called Guardians of the Grail and the Men Who Plan to Rule the World. You're listening to classic teaching from Reverend J.R. Church as he is teaching from his Guardians of the Grail book. This book is available now through our ministry by calling us at 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or visit us online at swrc.com. That's swrc.com. J.R. Church is perhaps best known for being the founder of the Prophecy in the News ministry, and the magazine is back in print and available from Southwest Radio Ministries. 
You can go to prophecyinthenews.com, that's prophecyinthenews.com, or call us at 1-800-652-1144 and subscribe to the Prophecy in the News magazine today. J.R. Church moves from world history to Bible prophecy as he explores the mark of the beast and the Antichrist stronghold over the world during the Great Tribulation. And the mark of the beast which will be a one-world money system. And every man will have to have a personal identification number in order to be able to buy and sell, that is, to participate in the marketplace. And uh, every bank account will be controlled. Nobody will be able to have money stacked back in a tin can in the backyard or under a mattress or in a closet. They'll have to keep their money in the bank. And that is when all of the world will become enslaved. What role will Petra play in this power struggle for the grail during the Great Tribulation? J.R. Church draws a fascinating line between an Indiana Jones movie and Bible prophecy. Let's listen closely to this classic teaching. What is fascinating to me is in the Indiana Jones movie, The Last Crusade, everything starts out searching for the grail in a city called Alexandretta, suburbs of Antioch. And it was back in the early 1930s in an excavation in Antioch, a silver chalice was discovered, which at that time was thought to be the Holy Grail. And it resides today in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, this silver vessel that was thought maybe it's the vessel that bore the golden cup. You know, it's the chalice that bore the cup, but the cup was missing. So in the Indiana Jones movie, they start there at Antioch, at the same place where this silver chalice was once found, though they don't make the connection in the movie, it is obvious. And then they follow south all the way to the rose-red city of Petra, 40 miles south of the Dead Sea, high in the mountains of southern Jordan. What is so fascinating to me is in the truth of the prophetic connection of the Bible, the whole seven-year tribulation period, the uh, finality of it all ends up in Petra. When the Antichrist commits the abomination of desolation and makes his claim to fame at the throne of David in Jerusalem on the Temple Mount, Jesus said, when you see this abomination of desolation, flee to the mountains. And the prophets of the Bible have all uh, seemed to concur that this place where the Jewish remnant is going to flee will be Petra. In fact, in Isaiah chapter 16, Verses 1 through 4, we have a description of this same occasion. And it says, Send you the lamb to the ruler of the land from Selah. That's the ancient Mm -hmm. name for Petra. Unto the mount of the daughter of Zion. It goes on to say, Hide the outcasts. Let mine outcasts dwell with thee from the face of the spoiler. You see, J.R. Church believed that this philosophy, this theology, if you want to call it that, was the foundation for what he called the New Age Movement. Today, we might call it globalism, the New World Order. So, could globalists like King Charles or Klaus Schwab be following this ancient blueprint? The presuppositions behind my book are traditional eschatology. 
It is not really a new thought or new theology that is going to be off the wall or turn somebody off. We followed the traditional beliefs of Christianity and uh, the men who have studied uh, prophecy. Uh, we believe the Antichrist is going to come and try to establish a world government. He'll make a seven-year peace with Israel. In the middle of that tribulation period, he'll commit the abomination of desolation. He will demand a mark in the flesh of the hand or the forehead in order for people to be able to buy or sell, called in the Bible the mark of the beast. And in the last three and a half years, he will vent his anger against the Jews, and eventually the world will come down against Israel for the genocide of the Jews to rid the world of the Jewish race. This, of course, is what Hitler tried to do back in World War II, and Hitler was an adept of the grail. And this is one of the main reasons why people need to understand the esoteric philosophy behind this thing. It is the underlying secret doctrine of the New Age movement today. Uh, so in our book, we are just simply bringing in the underlying mysticism, the philosophy behind the legend of the grail, and show how it fits. Because, in my opinion, the Antichrist is going to come out of Europe. And I think I have the answer for those who say, no, he's going to come out of Syria. And uh, we explained that in the book, how he could be from Syria because Antiochus Epiphanes was a Syrian general who sacrificed a pig upon the altar in Jerusalem in 168 B.C. But you see, this general, Antiochus Epiphanes, was really a Greek. He was from Europe. And so he was a European, not a Syrian. And people don't understand that when studying the book of Daniel and they see Daniel's prophecy against the little horn. And then Flavius Josephus wrote that Antiochus Epiphanes and the Syrian army came and he sacrificed a pig. And so they naturally think that he's going to come out of Syria. But please understand that Antiochus Epiphanes was a European. J.R. Church has much more to say and explains all these connections in his classic book, the Guardians of the Grail. You can pick up your copy today by reaching out to our ministry, 1-800-652-1144, or visit us online at swrc.com. And while you're there, don't forget to pick up your copy of his biography, Keep Looking Up. Today, we have three outstanding resources that will reveal the truth behind the Guardians of the Grail. The Grail legend takes you back through the centuries to view an emerging family dynasty who may soon attempt to establish a one-world government. In his book, Guardians of the Grail, J.R. Church reveals the story behind the developing United States of Europe. His research takes you back through the centuries. The framework for a global economy and political system is being set in place. The human race is about to be deceived into accepting worldwide enslavement under the guise of peace and prosperity. Guardians of the Grail tells of secret political combines, intrigues, and wars preparing mankind for the Antichrist. Guardians of the Grail book, DVD, and complete audio series are all available today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order the Guardians of the Grail collection on our website, swrc.com. Read, see, and hear all the details with the Guardians of the Grail collection. The book, DVD, and audio series are all available right now. 
652-1144. Tomorrow, Micah Van Hus will look at the earth as it was before the biblical flood. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.